Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode seven of Bag Check Podcast. Today, everybody knows it's tax season. Tax season is starting up. So today, we're going to be talking about our experiences with taxes and how the new tax bill has it affected us. And before we do that, we're going to do a little challenge, a three-month challenge, and we're all going to pick three stocks, uh, me, Kelsey, and Dylan. And whoever's three stocks have the most growth at the end of the three months will be the winner. So I'm going to start with that. So today's episode is brought to you by. It's like now nah, I'm just playing. We don't have no advertisers, but um. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he called me off guard. Like, oh, no. We have no advertisement. Uh, nah, that was just had to throw that in there. But um, how's everybody's week? Was it good? It week was, was good. good. It was straight. It was good. You see any in, anything interesting this week? Not really, other than in that jobs report we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah kind of like. I mean, although while it was good, I mean, a lot of people have more jobs now. Um, it kind of took a turn for the worse in the, the stock market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. How, yeah. how many market. points did it go down? Was it 600? Oh, yeah, it went down, down like 600. Down, yeah. Yeah. It was it's like crazy. 666 yeah. or whatever. But, um, yeah, the only thing really interesting I saw was just like Bitcoin just going down <laughs> some more. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't think it's finished, though. So. Finish dropping? No, or no, no, no. Like, back. Finish forever. Yeah. I think it's gonna take like a year or two though. Mm-hmm. Like for it to get back to like to 20K. get a new peak. Yeah, I think it's gonna take a year or two probably. But um, because it's getting picked up by Robinhood and Square Cash now, mm-hmm. I think that's gonna help. We're gonna talk about that a little later because that's one of my stocks. But um, yeah, Dylan. So let's start off with your stocks. All right. So in my uh, corner, I got Apple, which is you know a solid tech company. Um, they continue to do really good numbers and they just released their earnings report last week and that did really well. So I see a lot of potential in that one. What's your starting price? Uh, starting price is 160 right now. Okay. And, um, also I got, a NRG yield, uh, which is a clean energy company. Um, I feel like this industry itself is, has a lot of upwards potential as we, you know, move more from the traditional energies to more clean, sustainable energy. And then last, the last one I have is uh, SQM. It's like a real, like, Spanish name to it. Say I'm that. not even going to try. Sociedad Química y Minera. It's a lithium battery company. Um, my starting price is uh, $53. And... Um, I chose lithium battery because um, I recognize that that's going to that's going to help propel the the electric vehicle movement. So I just want to follow that closely and you know just learn a lot from the industry itself. Okay. What about you, Brian? All right. So my first stop is Zebra. The ticker you can find on the stock market Z R B A. Starting price one hundred twenty dollars and seventy three cents. I picked this stock. I found out about it uh, about a month or two ago. I've been it's on my watch list. I haven't bought it yet, but basically they do like barcodes and uh, scanning systems and mm. stuff like that, point of transaction kind of stuff. But they're like one of the leaders in that industry. You know, with all this Square Cash and all these mobile transactions and stuff like that, that's becoming increasingly more important. Uh, the beginning of the year, they were eighty five dollars. Now they're sitting at 120, so they're 
they have constant growth so i'm just hoping to ride that growth out for the next three months my second stock is square cash uh i'm a owner of square cash um they've had consistent growth the past three months they were at, oh they are 43 dollars and 10 cents right now uh when i bought it it was about at about probably like 35 dollars i think at the beginning of november they were at $48 and they had a big drop, but since then they've had constant growth. And then um, they're incorporating Bitcoin and all that. And I think um, with like the mobile transactions and all these fast transactions, I think they're going to continue to grow. So I picked them. My last one is International Paper. That's just a safe stock for me, just my backbone. Uh, currently worth $62.17. Beginning of the year, they were at fifty dollars, and they've just had that consistent growth. Beginning of twenty seventeen, uh, they were fifty dollars, um, and they're also the supplier of Amazon's shipping products. Hmm. So they okay. like do all the packaging and stuff like that. So Amazon's going to keep growing, and they're going to keep growing. So I'm riding with them. Okay. Okay. So for myself, the first stock that I'm going with is an ETF. It's a ETF MG Alternative Harvest ETF. And you can find it on the stock exchange as MJX. And that is a cannabis production stock. So, mm-hmm. as we all know, cannabis has been getting legalized across the country. And I really think that's the future. So, that's one of the very few um, ETFs specifically geared towards cannabis and its production. So, right now it's at $30.42. So that would be my first pick. Second pick is Lados. You can find that the ticker is LDOS. Right now it's at $66.23. And uh, in December of 2017, Donald Trump signed a $700 billion defense bill. Mm. So defense stocks are definitely on my radar. So I went with Lados. It's not as huge as like you know, the Boeings and Raytheons of the world, but thought it was a solid stock, so we'll see how that does. And then finally, Alibaba. So the ticker for that is BABA, and it is currently trading at $187.31. So Alibaba is like the e-commerce equivalent of Amazon uh, based in China. And China, as we all know, is a huge uh, country of production across the world and they offer what billions of products on Mm -hmm. Alibaba so um, they've been growing like crazy since they first uh, started trading about in 2015 so a little less than three years ago and they started at like 90 90 dollars no they're almost at 190 so I think that's a solid stock they're like a they're like one of the companies Amazon is watching out for so That'll be an interesting matchup. And you said it was three years ago when they mm-hmm. first entered into the... Yeah, yeah. I 2015. Remember, I remember because I talked about it in one of my classes. I remember that. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So it's doing huge. really well. Yeah. So Alibaba, Lados, and Alternative Harvest ETF. My three. So, right. so next up. Yeah, we're going to keep watching these for the next three months. So the beginning of May. And we'll just update you how we're all doing weekly. Now, for our topic of the day, we're going to get into these taxes. Alright, so tax season is here. 
uh, I haven't done my taxes before, but Kelsey has, and mm-hmm. Dylan, you're about to get into it for your first year. So, what just, what has been your experience so far? Like mistakes, recommendations mm-hmm. for anybody that may be getting into it, how to get the most out of it, how not to lose money. Just give us your take. Okay, so for myself, um, the first time I filed my taxes was last year after uh, I had an internship. So I was still in school. Um, I had an internship. I, you know, filled out my W-2, I assume, because it's just an internship. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a student. I'm in school. I'm exempt, like, by default. So Exempt from what would you think? Exempt you- from paying taxes uh, okay. on the money that I earned at my summer internship. So, of course, I filed exempt, and I don't think anything about it. Like, oh, I'll, I'll say I preface that with all my previous internships, I also filed exempt. Um, and nothing, and nothing happened, yeah. Okay. So, fast forward to tax season last year, um, my tax preparer, they say I owe money. Mm. So, I'm still a student. I'm like, what do you mean I owe money? Like, I don't have any money to give. You were an employee, right? You weren't like a, um, what's it What's it called? Like, I think it's like a... A student employee? Nah, it's something, because I remember I was working at this company and they made us, we weren't employees. Contractor? Your, yeah, I think contractor, right? No, I was, I was yeah, I was an intern though. Okay. But I was an employee technically, yeah. I guess. Because I know so, that's how they be trying to finesse people, like, but good. like making them a contractor yeah. instead of an employee. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. For like temporary people. Yeah. So what happened was the mistake that I made is I did not realize that even if it's a summer internship, if you make over a certain amount, then you have to pay taxes on that amount. What's that amount? So at the time when I filed, it was about $8,500. Okay. So if you make over that amount in the summer internship, you have to pay taxes. Mm. I could not file exempt. So I ended up owing money to the IRS so that the, I had to scrape up. So before so before you, were, you weren't making over that amount. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why I was able to file exempt all those other years. But I didn't know that was the thing. Hmm. So, so I was saying... Like a lot. It wasn't a lot. It was probably what? Because I was still a student, so mm-hmm. I was still able to use, like, that um, student deduction. Mm-hmm. But um, I owed about $400. Oh. So nothing nothing yeah. crazy, nothing terrible. Okay. But for a student, like, I was yeah. hurt. That hurt me for, like, a, a couple little, months. <laughs> a little chunk of change. Yeah. But um, so the advice I would give is if you plan on working a summer internship, calculate how much you'll make during that summer and if it's over that amount then do not file exempt no i'm sure the amount has changed since then oh, right? yeah. Yeah. for sure especially with this new tax plan and everything i guess i don't know but um like i've i've uh well i've had to file my taxes in the in the past before and um i've just never personally done it by myself mm. I've always had like my dad, he would, uh, you know, just take my W-2s and give it off to the, to our guy who does yeah. all of our taxes. Yeah, same yeah. with me. So this would be my first year, like, um, you know, venturing off and doing it on my own. And um, I'm thinking of using TurboTax, which is our app of the week. And TurboTax, it is a, uh, a platform or a, uh, a product of Intuit, which is, if you guys remember, um, the same company that does Mint. Mm-hmm. And um, TurboTax, it looks pretty solid. Um, they have 
endless reviews, endless good ones. And um, it's pretty simple, pretty easy to use. Uh, if you go on their website, um, you can select products and pricing and you can take a look at, like you could check everything that you are um, trying to, you know, claim and everything. And like, for example, I have a job, uh, I want to maximize deductions and credits, I donate to a charity, and then it'll like make a suggestion as to which one of their products that you would, uh, you know, want to select. So um, it, it all starts off with like a, an absolute zero dollar, zero, um, like zero amount of money, zero dollars, the zero dollar amount that you owe on your taxes. And then it moves up to like $39 for a deluxe. And that's like the most popular, which people typically get. But however, since I invest and you know I've sold investments, I've sold like stocks and everything, I have to go one step up and use the, the premier um, um, product. So I don't know, it's a lot to think about, but- The last one is the entrepreneurship. Oh yeah, the self-employed one is the entrepreneurship one. If you're, you know, if you are your own boss and everything, so it looks pretty solid. Like I said, um, I'm going to try it out this year, and uh, hopefully, I'll get a good little piece of return instead of all money. And you just upload your forms, and it takes it from there, right? Exactly. Yeah, you take pictures of it. Um, you submit them everything it's pretty it's pretty easy to use and that's what a lot of people are saying that they like about it so you know anybody that personally used it or did no i don't okay but first um, time? this would be my first time man so you have to give us an update yeah, oh, yeah definitely we'll get back to you at that with a later date with dylan's experience with turbo tax hopefully it goes smoothly hopefully <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was our experience with taxes, and now we're going to get into the new tax bill passed, the GOP tax bill passed, and how it affects people our age. All right, so before we talk about this tax bill, uh, new tax bill, we just want to discuss the key terms or some of the terms that you're going to see frequently on there and what they mean. I know one thing that confused me when I first started, you know, filling out um, W-2s and filing taxes was all the terms that you see. So you see deductions, exemptions, credits, so many different terms, but we just wanted to go over them very quickly. So your deduction is like that arises from your expenses. So everybody is entitled to a standard deduction, which ensures that as a taxpayer, you have some income that cannot be taxed, as opposed to an itemized deduction, which is where you add up your expenses, your tax deductible expenses. So for example, like out-of-pocket medical expenses, if you donate to charities, that can also be deducted. So the, the purpose is you want to see whether your standard deduction or your itemized deduction will save you more money. So, for example, to like paint a picture, um, starting with 2018 with this new tax bill, the standard deduction for a single person is $12,000 as opposed to uh, $6,350 that it was in the past. So you could either say, I want to deduct that $12,000 and have that as non-taxable, 
Or I would rather say, hey, I got three surgeries last year that I paid for out of pocket that totaled up to like more than $12,000. So in the end, you end up saving more money on taxes. And then you have um, exemptions, which I look at as like a person. So as a single person, you get one exemption. If you have a spouse and children, you can also claim them as exemptions on your taxes. And it also reduces your taxable income. So those are the three terms that I wanted to cover. Also, uh, tax credits are another um, term that you'll see. And that mostly comes in the form of like when you have children. So for example, for every child that you have, you're entitled to a tax credit. So the tax credit in 2018 is $2,000 per child that you get to deduct from your um, taxable income. So, hmm. yeah, so it was previously $1,000, but with the new GOP tax bill, it's now 2000 per child. So, yeah, those are the terms that, the basic, like, foundational terms that you need when you first start filling out your W-2s and filing taxes. So that's what people typically joke about when they say, like, they want to have like as much kids as possible when it comes yeah. around for during tax season and everything, the tax credit. Nah, mm-hmm. you don't want to do that. Like, <laughs> or like when, when you like your uncle was trying that. to claim all these dependents yeah. on his taxes. <laughs> 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 yep. So right. that just reduces your taxable income for the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of the new GOP tax bill, it was passed, approved in uh, December. And it's going to start going into effect this month. So mm-hmm. what are some of the key things that we need to kind of look out for, like for people of our age, like 20s, college students or people in that range? Yeah, I would say for us, the number one would be that standard deduction. Mm-hmm. Just because I saw, I saw a statistic that said uh, 70% of taxpayers choose the um, standard deduction mm-hmm. instead of itemizing. So... I just mentioned it, but um, the standard deduction is now $12,000 per person, which is like a pretty big increase from 6350 mm-hmm. I would say. So unless you, you know, donate a lot to charity or have a lot of medical expenses, for example, I think the standard deduction, that's like the way to go. It makes your taxes a lot more simple, which is the goal. One of the goals they had when um, putting through this, this tax bill, they wanted to make it more simple. Um, less like nuances and ways to get around paying your taxes so Mm -hmm. that's one I would say is important Um, for married people the standard deduction also increased so previously it was $12,700 it's now $24,000 for married couples so Hmm. yeah so that's a nice one as well I mentioned for our listeners who have children that increased by $1,000 the tax credit per child. Yeah, two thousand, two thousand per child. Mm-hmm. Um, two thousand ahead. So what? What is it? Like what is it? I'm um, talking about when it says like the heads of households and it's ten per ten percent of the taxable income and everything like that. So like heads of households. So mm-hmm. you know how like um, you're married and mm-hmm. you can either file separately or you can file together. So, okay. like, that would be, like, who's filing the taxes for the family. Gotcha. Hmm. Then uh, the brackets change, right? The yeah. different brackets. Yep, the brackets change. So, we can just give a quick a quick overview of the brackets for um, single individuals. Should we do married couples as well? No, probably just single. All right, let's do it. So, 
The brackets are now for single individuals. If you make less than $9,500, your taxable um, income is 10%. For those of us who make between $9,500 and $38,700, it is $952.50 plus 12% over that $9,500. Yeah, everything you make after that, basically. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, for those of us who make between $38,700 and $82,500, it is $4,453 plus 22% over $38,700. And for those of us who make between $82,500 and $157,000... nuclear engineering degrees. This applies to you. (laughs) (laughs) So that would be $14,089.50 plus 24% over $82,500. And then the rest over just like $150,000 yeah. to $200,000, then $200,000 to $500,000, then oh five hundred. I don't know. Maybe people out there listening, but, you know, we don't really have to go there. <laughs> but um, so do you think overall this is better for, like, people of our age, like, in between that? 10,000 to 80,000 uh, compared to the previous bill? Do you think? I think I saw a statistic that said on average, like across all the tax brackets, mm-hmm. people end up saving about 7%. More on taxes mm-hmm. under the new bill as opposed to the old? Yep. Okay. Uh, so I think one effect of this is people, people may spend more. We mm-hmm. saw a lot of um, companies started giving bonuses to their employees, mm-hmm. increasing wages as a result of these tax cuts for um, businesses specifically, which we won't touch yeah. on, but just, pretty much they got some. for businesses? Yeah, okay. for sure. So this is for, like, the, the tax bill that we just covered was more for, like, you know, individuals. individuals. Yeah. But businesses saw some huge ta- tax cuts as well. So they're using that, I'm sure, as, like, for media attention. Right. Say hey, we're investing in our employees, but yeah, really, it's to benefit them. And then uh, it was a few things that didn't change compared to the old tax bill too, mm-hmm. which was um, student loan interest stayed the same, adoption assistance programs, tuition waivers for the grad students mm-hmm. out there, employer paid tuition, and then teacher deductions. And then for anybody that has electric cars, you get a $7,500 tax credit for that. And I think and that was it. So Yeah, so what do y'all think? What do y'all think will be the effects of this? Oh, another important point to mention is this only last, this is a temporary tax mm-hmm. bill. Like, these provisions only last for the next seven years. Mm-hmm. So 2025. And then it will uh, revert back to the previous plan. So why is that? Like, why did they come up with such a temporary bill? So what happened is during the vote, so of course you have your Democrats and you have your Republicans voting on this bill. Mm -hmm. What happened is the Democrats were not, they didn't want the bill to go through. Okay. So they compromised by it. Exactly. So it's a certain name for that type of vote. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it was pretty much a compromise saying, hey, we'll only pass this bill if it goes through temporarily. Yeah. What I heard uh, about this bill was that it 
yeah, it will be beneficial for the seven years, but in the long run, once this bill expires, it'll leave the economy in a worse place. So I heard that this, like, is just, like, good for the Republicans and Trump or whoever in office is during that time period, but whoever inherits it next, so the president, whoever is oh. president in eight years, they're going to kind of walk into a mess. Mm-hmm. But, so, but what I think will end up happen- happening is they'll end up extending that seven years. Mm-hmm. Just for that to mitigate that craziness that might happen in eight years when it reverts back you know once people have more disposable income they tend to spend more so i think going back in seven years that would affect a lot of households a lot of people who've gotten used to having this certain amount of disposable income Mm -hmm. so does this new tax bill do you guys think that this new tax bill leaves us in a better state of economy or is this like a superficial kind of deal I can't really call it I think currently it's better I mean I don't know about I don't know about y'all but it was nice having more money (laughs) on my paycheck my last paycheck that that was nice yeah that's Um, true hey I I can use that money to invest buy a home Mm -hmm. so that's my seven year plan I think another thing that's uh, not really accounted for the bill is what the people do with the money you know that they're saving that they're getting mm-hmm. the more money that they're getting, like, yeah. what are they going to do with it? Spend so, it. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel <laughs> like they, they put it back yeah. into the economy anyway. Yeah. So the economy is going to continue to grow. Yeah, which is what taxes are really for, is to be able to, like, spend on, you know, things that we need. So mm-hmm. And even things we don't need, things we just want. <laughs> yeah, that's the manual I was talking about. I actually just, like, off that point, I actually just saw an article where they said Americans are saving less money than ever. Wow. Currently. Compared to what time? Compared to just any time all, period. yeah, every. But, I mean, I think that's, uh, never mind. I think that kind of, one of the things that kind of affects that is that things are more expensive, too. Mm-hmm. So, you got to look at it from that side, too. But, I mean, we'll see how it goes. Um tax bill just starting out so see how it goes like a year from now a few yeah. years from now as It'll we get be older make more see. money mm-hmm. you know but yeah wasn't it wasn't it like a big controversy about it didn't it take like three different tries to get it passed or whatever or was that the health that was the health care I think mm. I think it took a good amount of effort for both of those like mm. the health bill and this tax bill yeah, a lot of the a lot of the provisions that you're proposing ended up getting cut out. Mm-hmm. So it took some time, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah, so hope that uh, you took a lot away from this episode. Learned about a few stocks that you may be interested in. Learned about taxes. Uh, got some good information on the new tax bill. Um, we'll be back in two weeks. Now for episode eight, so I hope everybody has a good Monday. Hope you enjoy your week.